Man, learning EFT is a very vulnerable process. Um, in the training setting, supervision, in the community meetings, and even just it's a really it's a really vulnerable process for our clients. And so today, Ryan and I have the honor of talking about uh, kind of a framework for taking an active stance in a very vulnerable place to help create as much safety as you can in these vulnerable moments in honor and memory of our friend, Dr. Catherine McKay. Welcome to the Leading Edge in Emotionally Focused Therapy with your hosts, Dr. James Hawkins and Dr. Ryan Reyna. EFT is a dynamic model that humbles even the most seasoned therapists. Together, we want to come alongside you as you continually push the leading edge of your understanding and application of this wonderful model developed by Dr. Sue Johnson. Yeah. Um, so it is with, uh, in some ways, like heavy hearts, uh, full of care and compassion. Um, the EFT community um, lost a dear, really, I would say a leader. She really rose to the ascent of a leader. Uh, and Dr. Catherine McKay out of the Tampa, EFT Tampa community. Uh, that just, you know, she died recently. And um, But I will say in the, in the time I got to know Catherine, the years I got to work with her, just really like, you know, I've done a couple trainings with her, Ryan. We would go into different EFT communities to talk about, uh, you know, just as EFT is growing and, and trying to make sure that as we are doing this work that recognizing attachment and emotions are universal, but like the application and experience itself is not universal for everybody. And so how do we help make that more of a space? And Catherine McKay was a leader in that and really appreciate her and her leadership in that. And she, and it's not just the training she did, Ryan. I saw her on occasions where she could have easily remained quiet and not spoken up because maybe there were some people who felt something that, that would kind of maybe help with identify where, where she was as a black Jamaican Christian woman, but she did not. She would always find a way to speak up from people, whether it's from a different religion, different ethnicity, different gender, just to kind of to really hold space, to have hard conversations, to help. She did a good job of facilitating a better dialogue in, in some really hard moments. You know, that's my experience with Catherine. Yeah, I agree. It's a huge loss to our community, to, to really many people. Uh, the people in Tampa, I'm sure her clients, mm -hmm. her, uh, her family, uh, to the greater EFT community. This is a huge loss. She was really a special person. She was a great clinician. She was a great teacher, mm -hmm. mentor, uh, friend. <clears throat> and um, man, I was shocked when I got the news that that she had passed. And it's definitely uh, with a heavy heart that that uh, we reflect on that. I'll tell you this: two words stand out to me about Catherine. And I know there's a lot of people who knew her better than I did, but um, one is integrity, mm. for sure, integrity. And then she was a unifier. And those two things often contradict each other. Mm. You know, or do you want to bring people together or do you want to speak truth and have integrity? And she was one of the very few people I've seen who did that almost perfectly in my experience. Mm -hmm. I, haven't, I didn't know her for that long. Um, in the last year and a half, she and I were in regular contact. But when I'm on the road <coughs> traveling, teaching, speaking, she's like text message all the time. How you doing? Checking on me. Mm. 
I would respond back knowing she was going through cancer. So we developed a special bond and uh, just have the highest respect for Dr. Catherine McKay. So with that, I remember getting ready for one of these trainings and Catherine just had this humility sometimes and really just kind of growing into, uh, I think just she's already been a great clinician, but just watching her bud in the EFT community. And she was working through some slides and I'm like, Catherine, go back. She's like, what? I said, that safe acronym you have, that's golden. That's amazing, Catherine. We got to use that. You need to go build trainings off of that. And then and she comes out with cancer, and so we never got to really take that out on the road too much. So what Ryan and I are going to do today. We'll take it out on the road today. Yeah, that's right. right Thank right. you, Ryan. Thank you. That helped me feel some sense of like <laughs> some way it's not gone. We're carrying it on. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Um, and so what we're going to teach this and why it matters, it's not, it is doing it in honor of our friend, uh, Catherine, but also it is because I believe in it. Um, you know, supervision, I remember that Catherine Rain would tell us in, um, in, in core skills, when she would talk to facilitators about going into role plays, she would say, be very careful. I don't want you to give, uh, any critical feedback to, to these attendees that are learning. Because she says, in moments of vulnerability, criticism lands like a blow to the brain. And and so seeing that, in, 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 that we got to help make this a little bit safe for them to try on something new. Well, say, so, that for, say that quote again. It's pretty good. Yeah. In moments of vulnerability, criticism lands like a blow to the brain. It's good. Because they're learning. They don't know. So if we criticize them, we're criticizing them on something they're just trying to learn. They don't know them being where they are and the stumbles it makes sense for their learning development. So we, it's not criticism. They need support right now. And that's what we're going to give them is support. And so when I see this acronym from Catherine called SAFE, and well, you love our acronyms, right? Uh, it, it, I'm like, Catherine, this is what we need. And, and Ryan, when we were looking at it and I was telling you about it, I love what you said. I don't know if it's a good moment to tell it now or you want to tell it later about what, what it was about this acronym that stood out for you that made you like it. Yeah, I really like it because I think the word safe is uh, used in all kinds of interesting ways these days. You know, sometimes it's awesome how it's being used. I've even seen it used in manipulative ways, mm, which is which is not so safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I like about what she does is it's 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 a very active stance. It's very practical, and just like Catherine, it has a ton of integrity in it. So. What I've seen some people use the word safe, they're, they're using safe to describe like empathy and maybe even like a, a people-pleasing form of safe, which is not safe, Mm-mm. right? So, so that, that integrity is, is actually what creates a long-term safety. You may not always perfectly align with everything I say, but can you trust that I have your back and that I'm for you and that I'm with you? And so I really like what she's doing here with this acronym and what an active stance it takes. Yep. And then that links me to another Catherine or one of our friends, Catherine DeBrun, where she says EFT is about creating safety to take risk. And that's exactly what Catherine McKay's uh, acronym is talking about. It is creating safety, but it is not eliminating risk. It is we have to create just enough safety to take, keep taking more and more risk. So. Let's get ready to go. So if you are listening, and most of you, I, I love hearing from our listeners. I really do. It, it helps me keep keep me going. Some of you are listening in your cars or on the running. Uh, but if you get somewhere close and if you want to write these notes down, it is SAFE, S-A-F-E, and we're going to go through each letter. So first, the S. We have to be able to show 
that whether it's a supervisee, so you, you can think of this many ways, supervisee, someone at a training, if you're the facilitator, or even your client, you need to show them that you can see the potential places for risk of misattunement. And that and open the door for them to let them know that, hey, you have the right throughout this process if something doesn't land so well, even though I might have a good intent, it might not always land that way for you. And the door is open for me to know, no matter what my intent, if it impacts you in a way that doesn't feel so good, the door is open for you to let me know that. And once again, like Ryan was saying, that's a very active stance. You have to show them that you see that. Whether it's, I mean, I was in a live with Ryan, it was me, Ryan, and then the husband, and then the then the husband's partner who was female. And uh, and Ryan just said in the middle of live, hey, there's three large body males in here. I want you to know I see that. You know, and he knew that this person had a little bit, that had a history of some abuse. And so he made that so explicit that I see the places here where also we could miss a tune. And so I just want you to know that. And if it's not safe for you. So he took the active stance there for safety, showing them that you see it. You could do that with your supervisees. You definitely should do this with your clients. And uh, once again, if you're running a community event. Yeah. All right. Next one is the A. Then ask them. So you're showing it. You're taking a risk, by the way. You jump into the pool of vulnerability first. Then once you've done that, you've shown it. It's, it's a signal. Like, hey, I see this process in front of us, and I'm going to speak to it first. Then you ask them that they can share their concerns or their experience of the dynamic that's happening here. Whether it could be it could be so many things. When the political turmoil was going on with and, and things around race, you know, if you're seeing an interracial couple and you happen to be the ethnicity of one of the partners, they might want to say, I'm just not sure. Like if as a am I gonna is everyone gonna side against me here? I don't know. Or it could be so many things, but that be able to even leave it open-ended. And this is a big question, by the way, to ask in the beginning of a training or supervision relationship or counseling relationship. And they might not have an answer, and that's okay. And so even just being able to ask them and let them know that it matters and that it's something that we could follow up on. So that's the S and the A, and that's so that's halfway through it. We'll come back and get the rest of it after this commercial break. If you like the content of this podcast, and you want more specificity and ability to see it, a team of EFT trainers, supervisors, and therapists work together at successandvulnerability.com to create a focused online training program to help you learn how to work in some of the hardest places in emotional and relational distress. Check us out at successandvulnerability.com. All right. So F, we want to find out. We want to find out how they are experiencing. We have asked them. We want to find out how they're experiencing safety and belonging with you in the counseling process. So this is something like the first two definitely come earlier, but you also want to ask this again. I think the F kind of comes up along through the process. So, hey, I know we talked about this before, but I want to check back in with you. I asked it before, how are you doing? Do you feel like I'm understanding you? You think I'm with you? Am I able to take your words in? You know, how is this process going for you so far? You know, how are my words landing on you? How is my presence landing on you? And it's not only just words that they can answer. I'm sure many of us can tell, like, you know, for me, let me go with me for a moment. You know, I look at my clients to watch, you know, how do they do with my eye gaze and how I look at them? Do they have any type of an aversion towards when I move my chair forward or backwards or you know, how is it when they walk with me down the hallway? You know, in, in trainings, I think about that. 
you know, just because of, you know, one, me and Ryan aren't caught up on it. But, yes, this podcast, you know, makes some people feel like, oh, gosh, you guys know. And I go into training. They're like, you're, you know, you're you're on the podcast. And you're going to find out I'm not doing the things you're talking about. I'm like, OK, hey, look, can I tell you something? I struggle with the same thing, too. And I give case examples of where I struggled or it wasn't so well or I'll show them clips of some of my work. And I'll say right here, I made a mistake right here. I was lost. And uh, it's just amazing, Ryan, to watch them calm. Like, you get lost, too? Like, yeah, everybody gets lost. It's just how do you get back on the horse? You remember telling me that in Supervision one time, Ryan? And I better have said it because it's true for me. <laughs> so we want to make sure we find out how are you experiencing it and checking in on that process. And then last one is the E. Explore if everyone feels clear and safe to move forward and let them know <clears throat> that you and them, that they can still, once again, we can address this again anytime along the way. So we don't want to like, you know, I definitely like to use this kind of this thought process because Catherine taught it to me. It's there for me in trainings. I definitely use it in supervision when I'm meeting with someone for the first time to make sure that we're safe before we just, I used to be, because I'm in the military background, I'm used to like, you know, you show up with me on Zoom. I just want to jump in like, okay, what do you got on your tape today? Wait a minute. Let's take a little bit more time here and build that alliance Make sure we're safe. Let's check in. So that's the SAFE acronym. Hopefully it's helpful for you if you're a community leader, if you're a trainer that listens, supervisors. But all of us as therapists need to make sure that we're kind of taking this active stance to create safety. Yes, I'll do a quick review. The four words are show, ask, find, and explore. And what we're showing, I think, is that we care, mm. that we see the challenge and the risks here and that we're taking a really actively open stance to revision. That's a, a precept of EFT. Anytime a client corrects us, we say thank you. Mm -hmm. Even if the correction is quote unquote wrong, it's still information. They're actually saying, here's what I need you to know to help me change. And so uh, Catherine is capturing this well with show. And then ask, again, an active stance. What are their concerns? How are they experiencing this process? Before find, and meaning find out how this is landing. You know, to, to again, take an active uh, open stance to say, uh, what, how is this for you? How are you experiencing this? I know I can do more of that. That's motivating for me. And then E is explore, kind of three parts to this. Explore everyone, by the way. Mm -hmm. are, are, is everyone feeling safe? And then I think she's uh, saying here kind of establishing consent Ooh, like to, to push forward together. So we, are, are you okay if we stay here longer or if we, you know, do something that might be challenging? So mm -hmm. establishing that consent and being open if we don't have it. I like that. I mean, that's a good one to use. I, I just had that happen in a live. Like, is it okay if we stay right here? Let me explore that. That's good. Good summation, man. Y'all, uh, I don't think it needs much more for us to be said, but I do want to say this too um, in closing. Um, you know, Catherine does leave behind her husband and a daughter, um, and we want to thank, you know, Dr. Lisa Palmer Olson and Fionn Viotis. Um, I think they're kind of hitting this up and probably some others. Sorry, I forget you, but um, they started a GoFundMe page to help uh, help kind of Catherine's family out in this time of transition and, and even just to show some honor kind of towards Catherine and probably maybe some scholarships come out of this GoFundMe too as well. Maybe not the GoFundMe, the scholarships won't come out of that, but we're thinking about helping 
with also in honor of Catherine McKay, maybe in some of the EFT centers we'll have like a Dr. Catherine McKay scholarship fund just to kind of help fund people who are maybe up and coming in EFT, a young student, person of color, whatever, that's just struggling and just needs some help keep going, getting going in EFT. So we'll put a, sh a link to the GoFundMe in um, the show notes. Uh, anything you want to say in closing, Ryan? Yeah, I do. I, I just want to reiterate how important um, Catherine, Dr. McKay, uh, was and is. I think she was about to become a trainer. I can't say that for 100% sure, but I believe she was. And, and man, she would have been a, such a great addition to our team. So she's amazing, and she's a huge loss for us. Um, and so, but with, with that kind of pain always creates another opportunity, which is to, for us all to take good, you know, hard looks at ourselves and what can we learn from her? How can we uh, take forward what, who she was and what she stood for, right? And in that way, she lives on. So it uh, just motivates me to, to do my job better. And um, just a great, in my opinion, a great person of integrity mm -hmm. and also a unifier. She talked about hard things in a way that was non-reactive, in a way that was uh, really healthy. And uh, the fruit of that was, was that people came together. And that is, if, if that's not the spirit of what we're trying to do here, then, then we're off. So I just really respect that in her. So we wanted to take the time and let people know that. And uh, we do this, we, we commit this episode, we name it in her honor uh, to remember Dr. Catherine McKay. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. We hope this experience helps you push the leading edge in your work to help people connect with themselves and with each other. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review. You can contact us at pushtheleadingedge at gmail.com and you can follow us on our Facebook page at Push the Leading Edge. You can follow Ryan on Facebook at Ryan Reyna Professional Training and on his website, ryanreynatraining.com. You can follow James on Facebook and Instagram at DocHawkLPC. You can also check out his website, DocHawkLPC.com. Thank you.